Hey, what up? And welcome back to Without a Doubt, the podcast, where we celebrate living life authentically and organically as ourselves. We're the ones who believe in celebrating our own paths and living our truths out loud. Join in on an open and honest conversation about self-discovery and growth. I'm your girl, Mad, your host, and your new sprinkle of reality. Or maybe you've been here for a few episodes and I'm not new anymore, so thank you if you've been hanging out here. I'm here to remind you that it's okay to live life different and that you don't have to be what is expected of you, that your happiness matters. And yes, even us baddies who know this need this reminder too. I'm currently recording this in September. I cannot believe that this podcast has already gotten over 250 listens, like, and the five stars you're giving me. I could not be more grateful, so thank you so much. It is undoubtedly encouraging me to keep going, and just the messages, the ID texts, the even in-person conversations about you guys listening in has just really gotten me even more excited to record. So here we are. Let's get it going. It can feel pretty lonely getting into these projects with no other coworkers or buddies that's even kind of doing this. How long am I going to be super stoked to do this project before I feel like I'm going to quit? And then I realized and thinking about overall quitting and I realized like I am the true queen of quit. I think I even said this in a prior episode. It might have been the accountability episode. I'm really not afraid to quit. Or you even back away from something that's just not serving me. But don't get this twisted because I hold true to my integrity and my loyalty, but there have been a ton of projects, people, relationships, jobs, habits, and other things that I've easily quit. I really hope that this episode provides a big hug to you if you've ever felt shame, disappointed, regretful, or still think about something that maybe you quit or maybe you wish you hadn't quit. I hope that this episode also provides a little bit of glimmer into the real human experience so that you too can relate. After all, this podcast is without a doubt about our journey as being human. Quitting isn't always easy and it most certainly is frowned upon for some reason, but there's a ton of reasons why quitting is something that you may need to do. I'm going to talk more about this later in this episode, but first let's talk about a few important points. Quitting doesn't mean you lack perseverance. It doesn't make you less of a person. And it most certainly doesn't have to hold you back from your future successes. It can, however, have others questioning your actions, but do you, boo? Because usually the idea of you quitting something is so you can add something else in. Let's explore a few reasons behind quitting. There's a few actions that may lead you to quit, like fear of failure, lack of motivation, external pressures, or personal circumstances. Or are you quitting because you're burnt out, drained, frustrated, your mental health is taking a toll, you're striving for something else, and maybe this just is not doing it for you. There's a multitude of reasons why and when you feel that quitting is needed. I mentioned earlier, I am the queen of quit. And I say this with a little toot of the horn to myself because I've learned when I need to walk away. I also think I'm okay with quitting because I'm usually focused on what's better going to serve me. And with that, I do know it comes with loss. There are, there's always gonna be pros and cons to everything. Like no matter what you do, We can either dwell on the cons or we can focus on the pros. And that's me. I'm the pros girl. I am always looking for the silver lining or whatever's going to propel me forward. When I think of quitting, I think of being five, doing gymnastics, ballet, and then just like doing that for a few months. And then I just didn't continue on. I don't know if I quit or my mom just pulled me out, but my mom didn't seem to have a problem with me moving on to the next thing when I was over it. I was never the kid that did like the one hobby my whole life. Like I didn't dance my whole life, but I've always played sports, multiple different sports all through school. I did a few dance classes, dabbled in arts, 
tried a whole bunch of different jobs, and I'm overall just an experienced person. I will try something, but I will definitely quit if it doesn't call to me. You can think what you want of that, and I have had my fair share of things that I didn't quit and I stuck out. And um, one, one thing that really comes to mind, right, I just woke up from a nap, my little groggy ass voice. And I'm the queen of naps as well. And that is one thing that I have always done and I hold true to being the nap queen. So no, I never quit napping. No, but for real, I have things that I have stuck out. And when I do think of these things, it's usually paired with a goal or a value that I hold on to. You know, you don't quit things that mean something to you. You don't quit things unless they're really bothering you, pushing you. Usually you want to quit something because you're just not feeling it or whatever. There's a few impacts of quitting, right? One, in your personal growth and development, Quitting can actually hinder your personal growth and development like by preventing you from facing challenges. We tend to quit when things get hard, right? Like when you're nervous or scared, you might want to back away or you get into these projects and maybe you need them. You need to learn from your failures before you quit or develop a little bit of resilience. Like quitting is not always the answer. Quitting may limit your opportunities for self-improvement and acquiring new skills. I'm telling you, it's okay to be scared and do big things. It's easy to quit when you're scared. But in these moments are when you might need to just tap on in and see if the end result is really worth the few moments of uncomfortable. Do you know what I'm saying? I remember a few years ago, I was invited to ride with a friend in the Miami Dolphins 100 mile ride. Yes, on my bike. It was for the Miami Dolphins Cancer Challenge. And I was actually teaching spin at the time and I had been teaching multiple classes a day. I was in my prime fitness level. I wasn't outdoor cycle training as hard as I had been for plenty of other rides I had done and I had never actually rode 100 miles. This 100 mile ride though, I was really confident for, but quickly into this ride, I lost my friend. So within 25 miles, I was all alone. She had dropped back and then by mile 50, I had ended up being one of the last riders. Yes, I was one of the last riders. And you know, that's a pretty lonely suffer fest to be in. There were a lot of moments that I was like, okay, I'm the last rider, the red Corvette Pace car is behind me. I can let them just scoop me up and take me to the next water station. And I was like, I, I don't know. I, I just kept on going and I suffered through it and I was a lone man. And then at mile like 60, I ended up seeing one of my clients at the time and he was doing traffic and he waved me through and I don't know what it was, but he was like, like surprised to see me, but I was surprised to see him. And then it gave me a little bolt of energy and I kept going and that little burst of energy got me like maybe another 15 more miles before I broke down into a loneliness, pity, party, cry fest. Yeah, but then a guy from Puerto Rico somehow caught up to me from this ride. He must have been behind as well at another, I don't know. He happened to find me, got lost, and he rode for me for about 10 miles until we got to the next water station and he really kept me out of that quit zone. And then during that ride, um, the third leg of that, I had a friend, she was way ahead of me at the time and she actually crashed and unknowingly to me at the time, I watched her get picked up into the ambulance, but I didn't know that was her. It was just like another reminder when I watched that person get picked up that like I needed to keep going like that I was healthy. The goal was to finish. I really just wanted to finish. So I did finish that race, you know, I had an end goal and it was a truly phenomenal feeling. All the tears, the suffer fest, the pity party, it was worth it. And I learned in those moments of suck that I could do hard shit by myself. I was like adding a little notch into my confidence belt. And I think sometimes like I think to myself, I could have quit that, but I didn't. And I fucking rocked out. 
Do you ever think of something that you stuck out and you're just so proud of for not quitting? Usually the end goal is going to be something so valuable to you and meaningful. I really do think that you need to ask yourself, like, is this really something that I can follow through with? Can I make myself a promise and hold true to that for myself? For me, when I was finishing that bike ride to prove myself that I was stronger than my mind, I was stronger than my excuses, and I could put one foot in front of the other to pedal the fuck out of that race. I have plenty of races I have not finished, pulled out of, and in those quitting moments, I decided not to finish. A lot of those times were just like weak-minded moments. And even the fact that I was just burning out my body. I mean, yeah, maybe I quit. I needed to quit at those races. Who knows? But a lot of the races, they just didn't tie to an end goal. And I really, truly wasn't committed at the time. A lot of times what happens if you're not finishing these things or you're not accomplishing these goals, you'll end up with feelings of regret and self-esteem. Feelings of regret and self-esteem also happen when you quit which can decrease your self-esteem, your self-belief, and just overall belief of your self-worth. Like you might question your abilities, feel disappointed in yourself, or experience a kind of sense of failure. Feelings of regret and self-esteem happen when you quit as well, which can lead you down a road of lower self-esteem, lower self-belief, and just overall lower value of your self-worth. Individual, like you might end up questioning your abilities feel disappointed in yourself, or maybe experience a sense of failure. That does happen when you quit. And I think about this mostly when I was doing another bike ride. This was prior to the 100-mile one, and it was only 60 miles. And it was for charity, and I think I got maybe 30 miles in, and I had called my mom. I was like, can you just pick me up? And I never finished, never crossed the finish line. And truth be told, I was dead-ass alone on this ride. Zero support. And my knee pain, like I was having horrible knee pain at that point in my life. I was just beating up my body. I was in total workout burnout mode and trying to lose weight and all of the things. But I remember when mom picked me up at McDonald's, we went to breakfast and after in that whole day, I just felt like a failure. And I felt like a failure because I allowed myself to quit. And she told me that didn't matter. That, you know, you tried, that you attempted. And out of the numerous rides that I've done, this one probably sits heaviest on my mind because I quit on myself. But what if I didn't? Maybe I would have ended up pushing an injury and had an actual tear in my knee. Maybe quitting was a universal sign for me that I needed. I quit, but I guess I'll never know. But I did learn something that day and I did learn that I could swallow my pride and let someone else come save me, which is really hard for me. I didn't actually even do a lot of rides after this for a while because my confidence level just took a shit especially in cycling, even though I was still teaching spin and doing all the fucking things. I was like, if I can't ride 30 miles, I can't finish 30 miles. Like, what the fuck is it worth for me to even get on my bike? Meanwhile, there were people that are like, 30 miles, you go, girl. And now (laughs) I think to myself, like, all of this is so relative and personal to you. Why and when you quit, how it affects you. It's like almost eight years later, I think, damn, girl, I can't even tell you the last time I rode 10 miles. So you go, girl, that you got 30 miles in and called your mama. So just reflecting, I still do think like, "Ah, I should have tried to finish, but you know what? Can't go back and change that shit. I basically quit cycling due to a number of reasons, but mostly due to a bad road rash accident that was not cycle involved, but a reckless day out with a drunk friend. And you know, a lot of people at the time actually did think that I got in a cycling accident, which is kind of wild. My friend at the time didn't take accountability. I don't know why I didn't talk about that in my accountability episode, by the way. Go check that one out. But anywho, 
I actually got in a bad road rash accident. It kind of put this fear in my mind where I wouldn't want to fall off my bike. And a few people that I knew in the cycling community passed away, got hit by drivers and I don't know, a whole bunch of self-doubt, fear, things crept in my mind and I've stopped cycling on the road since. So in that accident with the road rash, I actually left more than a scar on my body. I, I couldn't work for like over two months, but more than that, it also left a really hard scar on my relationship with my friend. When you think about things, you think about quitting things, you think about friendships, it's okay to quit friendships too. You hear me talk about all my biking things and you know how I fell out with the road rash and stuff, but I was actually one week out from doing a half Ironman, which is a 1.2 mile swim, a 56 mile bike and a 13 mile run. Yeah. I had to actually take a did not finish or better yet, like I didn't even start because I was raw meat from that accident. One week prior, we got in that crazy accident. My friend was also trained and she got to ride. And I remember she actually like messaged me and told me that I would have hated the hills. But I honestly would have rather suffered that motherfucking half Ironman and quit than not have even had the chance to try. And I didn't even get the chance to quit. Let me quit on my own terms, you know? I think a lot of things I think led to a quit in that friendship and that relationship. And just over time, I realized that our friendship had just been toxic. I quit friendships. I quit things that do not serve me. And I think for me, it's when you quit things, of course, it's going to be hard. It's going to lead to loss. And quitting applies to so many things, relationships, values, all of the things are going to impact your future, how you feel about that person, you know. Those memories will always stick in your relationships or why you quit. It's like, of course, it's like grieving a human that you decided not to be friends with. So I, th- I definitely think it's important that people take into consideration when you are quitting. At the end, is it, gonna, is it better for you? Is it something that you need to do to put yourself in a better place? And I think that's really important. You are living this experience. We are living this planet and we want to give back the most we can, but if people are constantly pulling from you and taking from you and you're, you're feeling like you're drained all the time, what can you give? I've quit so many things and I do think a lot of people think quitting leads to disappointment, failures, negative connotations. But what if quitting could release you from a weight that's holding you back? What if you could quit something that's affecting your mental health and is detrimental to your daily life? You could cut it out cold turkey, stop worrying about it. You could just literally move on. What if quitting could give you the freedom of whatever you needed? I know this is always easier said than done because it's life, right? And I know you can't just like maybe get up and quit your job. I mean, I guess you could. You can always find another job, right? But then is it going to pay your bills? Would quitting be beneficial to your situation right now or is it going to make it worse? This is such a go around topic and truly relative to you and whatever you're up to. I think it's really important that you're analyzing the pros and the cons. Sometimes you have to go out quitting the classy way, like with a career work so you can keep your references. You can quit with respect and honesty and you can walk away from something without burning bridges. But let me remind you, you quit on your terms, do your thing your way, whatever. I think it's more along the lines of quitting with rational thought. Are you upset and not making any sense? Are you mental masturbating for months, years about the set issue and you want to quit and you decided you have to for your sake. Are you living every day as you? And if you're not doing these things that are helping you build a dream life, you may need to quit that shit. You might have to wait for that right time. Quitting doesn't have to be irrational, it doesn't have to be negative, and it doesn't have to leave you feeling shamed. 
quitting something in life can be an incredibly challenging decision to make. It does take immense courage to step away from something that no longer serves us, whether it's a job, relationship, lifelong dream. However, quitting is not always synonymous with failure, and in fact, it can often lead to newfound opportunities and personal growth. It's vital to recognize that quitting is not always the easy way out. It requires a great deal of self-reflection and introspection to come to the realization that the paths that we are on may no longer align with our values, goals, or happiness. Transitioning away from something unfamiliar can be uncomfortable. I get it. And it can totally be so unnerving. But it's through the discomfort that we can truly evaluate the choices that we're making and we can make room for a more fulfilling life. I always say you've got to empty something off your plate in order to make some room for more. And it's important to note that some of us may need to quit more abruptly than other. Cutting ties and moving on swiftly might be more your style and others might need to take a more gradual approach. Slow easing out of the situation, however you need to do it to navigate the next steps. The point is quitting isn't black and white. It's not a one size fits all. Rather, it's just a reminder that you do have a way out. Leaving you with this, embrace the power of quitting, for it can be a catalyst for personal growth, happiness, and a way more authentic life journey, which is the ultimate goal. Next episode, we hit part two with my friend Susie, and she shares her story about anorexia. We're going to discuss eating disorders and personal stories. I'm actually editing through that footage, and all I kept saying was food disorders, food disorders. And I'm like, what the the F, Madison? Get it together. But... Real life, realizing, and I can't believe I'm moving into all these episodes. I'm grateful you're here. I would love to hear what you think. Maybe share something that stuck with you. You can drop it in my DMs, my inbox. Send me a text message. Give your girl a five-star review. And connect with me on Instagram and on YouTube at Without a Doubt the Podcast. Thanks for being here. Without a doubt, you are a badass. Don't you forget it. I'll see you on the flip side. I'm your girl, Madden.